Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is season six of Better Let Me Tell You. Oh my gosh, she starts it in French. That's why that's why I brought that up. And she's like, she's like, eh, lo siento. Sorry, we sorry. I don't want to hear. Are we recording? We are recording. Well, everyone, uh, welcome to episode 270 of Pero Let Me Tell You. Yes, 270. We are only 30 away from 300. Oh my gosh. But that'll be next year. I know, but... Yeah, but I was that, like, I don't, that, ha- I don't have now the energy <laughs> to be thinking of... <laughs> Of um of an of an anniversary yeah. episode. Now that I said like, energy, I thought about Beyonce. Oh, you don't know that song. No, you don't know Big Energy. I mean, I've probably heard it, but maybe not because it's... energy. You haven't heard it. That's the mute challenge. Oh yeah, no. Look around, everybody. I'm mute. Oh man, the mute challenge is so fun. Well, welcome everybody to. But let me tell you. Yes, I we love... hope everybody had a good weekend. Yes. Um. Yeah, like the, you know, for those of you who've been to Beyonce's Renaissance show, Renaissance tour. Yes. Um, and now can't afford your mortgage. Este, <laughs> the Mute Challenge, there's there's uh, there's a song that she has, Big Energy, on her album that there's a part where she goes, everybody down in the club will know what to do. Uh, look around, everybody, I'm mute. And then when she says that, everybody is supposed to go on mute and be quiet. Now, mm. I know what you're going to say. Oh, you know, because since you... Right. Congratulations! Beyonce. You've been quiet for a second. Right? Wow! Right? Put that as a special. Beyonce is not the one who started that. I that was say started she was. by oh, the right. fans. Right. 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 So that's why, like, in when she first started her tour in Europe, in the first probably dozen shows, like people were like singing and dancing. Right. So that's actually that was a fan thing, and then she went along with it. 
Mm-hmm. So now it's like it becomes like a challenge. That's like part of the show. What city is going to do outdo like the other city? So it's just like a fun thing because right. you know you're in an, in a in a stadium with like sixty seventy thousand people and literally everybody goes on mute. But you always have that one girl that's like, ah, it's like <laughs> shut up. This is my time to shine. <laughs> yeah, when she came here, I was like, do it. Miami's going to fuck up the oh, mute yeah. challenge. But we're, we did pretty good. We're not good on being quiet. Latinos. We're not. We're not. But we, we did actually yeah. pretty good. Uh, yeah. We weren't Atlanta, but like Atlanta and the George in the Mercedes Benz Dome, like uh. you could hear a pin drop. Like those people were not playing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but it, it was like a fun thing to do. So whatever, you know, All be mute, games. have fun, jump up and down, you know. That was out of context. That's great. Be mute, have fun, jump up and down. Like just <laughs> that reminded me of that joke. What's funnier than a mime dropped in a box? No, a mime. No, never mind. I ruined. Yeah, the joke. you ruined the joke. What's <laughs> funnier than a mime pretending to be trapped in a box? A mime actually trapped in a box. I got that from a Geico commercial. Was it? I'm pretty sure it was a Geico commercial. <laughs> I mean, there's been some really good Geico commercials throughout there, the years. Oh, my God. There's What's one, been your favorite? There's actually one right now that I love, which is like the DIY house. Yeah. And it has the Murphy tub at okay. the end. Have you seen I don't it? think I've seen it. So it's this, it's a, these people are like, it's a, with a realtor, and they're like, oh, that, the owner loves to do DIY projects. So it's like, the, instead of a stairs, it has like a slide. Uh-huh. Uh, the electricity in the house is powered by like a chinchilla in a wheel, and so okay. you see it, whatever, and they're like, oh, and it's a Murphy tub. Right. So it's it's a bathtub full of water, and they fold it into the, into the wall, and then the, the water comes down, and I'm like, that's pretty funny. A Murphy tub. A Murphy tub. I thought that was funny. I thought that was clever. I'm sure First somewhere somebody thinks that's a thing. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad as long as you, you, know, you drain it first. Mm. I mean, I don't know how the logistics of it would work. I love, but... I love that um, f- with progressive, like, flow became a thing. Oh. I love that progressive hasn't gotten rid of flow. No. Al contrario, they've expanded. Yeah, they've expanded her and the, the and and it's funny to me because I know the reason they brought in additional characters is because they're like okay eventually this woman's gonna right want to leave and we'll at least have introduced these characters she's not going anywhere no no, no. she's good no she's I good. um I uh I remember a few years ago because of my job work I had to go to like the headquarters of Progressive and they had a cutout of Flo and I actually got really excited I took a picture with it <laughs> I got really I was like oh my god it's Flo. But you know it's funny she's that she's an easy Halloween costume too. She is. Yeah. She is. But like Mina and Geico and Progressive, who would have ever thought that like That's true. They would have iconic Right. And State Farm even. Jake from State Farm. That's right. Well, I mean Jake from State Farm, which is the red shirt with the khakis, to me that's not State Farm, that's Target. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Also, if you show up to Target wearing an outfit like that, you're asking for it. And you remember the original Jake from State Farm? What it was? It was a different guy. It was a different guy that the <laughs> the the wife was like, "Who are you talking to?" And he was like, "Jake from State Farm." And she's like, "I'm sure she's hideous." And he was like, "Well, she's a guy." <laughs> yeah, actually, so that guy, the original Jake from State Farm, was an actual State Farm employee. Oh yeah. That what they did initially was they they did a casting call within the the company to find the guy to play Jake, and the intention was for him to just be like in one commercial. That's why they eventually replaced it with an actual actor because they couldn't build a campaign around somebody who couldn't act. Right. You know, so so that's why they had the, the switch. Right. But I mean, it's, who would have thought that insurance companies were like on their A game with like iconography? Adver- yeah. 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 Like these these mascots. Yeah. Um, and even Allstate with the guy who is uh, oh, the uh, trouble. With trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who messes up everything. And Farmer. 
We, the farmers, dun, uh, dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 I always think of Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> Why? Because when the guy from Farmers uh-huh. won the Academy Award, the actor. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 J.K. Simmons. Uh-huh. Right, that he won an Academy yeah. Award. When they came back from commercial, he goes, he just won an Oscar. Bum, ba-dum, bum, 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 bum. You don't remember it. that? No, I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a moment. Insurance companies. Like, who would have thought that? Who would have thought we'd dedicate about six minutes to, oh, but, <laughs> to insurance companies? But here we are. Oh, yeah. You know, I kind of wanted to... Um, Bring up the whole thing with Lizzo. I know we have talked about it before okay. um, when it really. Uh, I'm just going to open. Oh, did you hear that? That sounded great. We're opening up a can of Kawi yes. because nothing is more refreshing and crisp. Yes, and than my, Kawi. Kawi lemon lime. Which, by the way, it's really, it. really, it's really, really good. good. <laughs> it's really good, especially like really, really cold. <sighs> especially yeah. when we're outside frying chicken. Yes, really, really cold. It It is. I, I always like when I would hear people say, "Oh, this soda is so crisp." I'm like, "What does crisp really mean?" But this, when yes, that's what it means. <laughs> that's what actually what Gawi means crisp, and now I know what it is. Yes, yeah, full circle. Yeah, we're not sure. That's like what I always tell you. What's too wrong? And you say nougat. And I'm like, "What's nougat?" And you're like, "Too wrong." I don't know. <laughs> I really wasn't sure what they meant when they said crisp for a soda, but that is it. That now is you it. are. That is it. But anyway, um, so I, I brought up Lizzo again because there's somebody else who made allegations against her this week. Oh, really? Yeah. There's somebody else, uh, a designer, I think, that worked with her. Oh. And Hulu has put out a documentary. Hulu's got all these documentaries. Like Hulu put out a documentary, which obviously they interview and they speak to. I have not seen it, full disclosure. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but from what I have seen and I have seen the trailer, they are talking with obviously the people who sued her and people that that are making these allegations right, right, against right. her and all that. And you know, I, I I'm you know I'm very fair when it comes down to these right, things. Right. I always believe you got to listen to the alleged victims and you got to hear people's stories. Right. You know, we also know that there's three sides to every story, yours, mine, and the truth. The truth many times is in the middle. Um, you know, I don't know enough about this to have one opinion, you know, one way or the right, other. Right. Um, I say, I'm sure that something really did happen there at very minimum. Right. Something happened there, whether it was Lizzo or the people that worked for Lizzo well, that were, that were, treating the employees the way yeah, they, I mean, I, they allegedly I th- I did? I think at bare minimum, it's like what we had talked about initially where, you know, they were in Amsterdam at like a strip show. And right. and to me, again, like I said, I think at that moment, Lizzo forgot she's the boss. Right. You know, and she thought she was out with a night with the girls type of situation. Right. And and no, you you are never not in charge. Right. At bare minimum. So, but that's what, really you know. the reason I wanted to bring it up is because, you know, obviously with my training, my legal training and, yeah, yeah. you know, attorney or legal mind you know i always think like how can this have a legal ramification or how the documentary um, yes how can this affect you know the uh, a jury uh, or a jury pool okay so on and so forth so i just think that and again i haven't seen the documentary but i feel that a lot of times these shows or these documentaries are very quick to be Published extremely quick, and you know you're judging someone and you're throwing somebody out in the court of public opinion, which, right. as we know, is very. It's sometimes even worse, worse than legal court. You yeah. know, than an actual court of law. Um, 
And I just, I, I don't, again, I want to say it again. I have not seen the documentary, but I just thought it was like a little premature. I'm like, this case isn't even in discovery yet. And we're already making a documentary. So nothing, there's no evidentiary at, at this point. I mean, this case was yeah, just yeah. filed. Right, so right. I imagine that they're starting discovery now, taking right. depositions or requesting depositions. Because, you know, getting a depo- <laughs> requesting a deposition and actually deposing somebody like yeah. can take a year, um, especially if that person is a celebrity but um but do you think that that's something that we just do nowadays in terms of i'm talking now about programming and, and and mention it to you is like do you think we're just we're just too quick to jump the gun and and have these documentaries which could have a profound effect on the way that somebody sees somebody somebody else and just you know, screw the the, the screw the a court of law we're we're gonna go for public opinion public opinion you know yeah. and and if this makes good TV and we're going to get ratings and so be it. Like, I feel that that happens a lot now. That does happen a lot. And I think a lot of it has to do with something we've talked about here many times before, which is the speed at which content now must be consumed. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to remember, and I'll use a show like Entertainment Tonight. Right. Remember when Entertainment Tonight was the be all end all of entertainment news? Mary Hart and John, John Tesh were breaking news. Right. That was, what, once a day at 7 o'clock at night? That's where you got your entertainment news. Maybe during the you know the local news, they'd have like a little pop culture segment. Listen, or... I still remember when Extra was new. Right. Yeah. Oh, Access Hollywood. Mm-hmm. To me, Access Hollywood is still the rookie, right? Mm-hmm. That was where you got this type of stuff. But now, by the time, even that documentary that you saw, or we'll call it a documentary on Hulu, by the time that came out, that was already old news because between TMZ.com, between the Daily the Daily Beast, uh, social media, bah, 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 you know, pick one, right? They've all basically just been putting it out there. So nowadays, it's just what you were saying. I need to get the content. I need to get the content. I need to get out there. I need to get the ratings. I need to get the eyeballs. And it has really just made it so that it doesn't matter if you even have any evidence. I've seen some of these, not the one about Lizzo. I've seen some of these that are put out so quick that it's literally just people saying things like, you know, well, what they might say, well, what I think could happen, well, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, so you don't even have a show here. Right. You just have a bunch of people conjecturing right. as to what could maybe kind of sort of, if we're lucky, might happen. Right. Right. It's it's insane to me that, that the speed at which we need to do things, quote unquote, just to stay relevant, to keep the eyeballs on you on us right the content creator versus actually finding the actual story and taking the time to do it you know even full act like full-on actual documentaries i think what growing up a document when a documentary would come out when a documentary would come out you know it was maybe about five to ten years after something happened give or take right nowadays literally before something has, and I'm talking like full-on production documentaries, like you know, a film release in theater doc, type of documentary, etc. I think now within, I mean, actually, the perfect example of this would probably be the Fire Festival. The Fire Festival happened, and I think within about a year and a half, we actually had the documentaries on the Fire Festival. It's just, I don't know if it's that our our attention spans have gotten so short nowadays as well that it's like we need to make sure we crank this out while people still remember it because the fact of the matter is that if we wait two years as opposed to a year and a half, 
we're old news. Nobody's going to remember. Nobody's going to care. And I don't know if that's the case that, that we're just looking at. This is the world we live in right now. Well, let's not forget the Fire Festival had two documentaries. Well, there you go. That's and it. It's, it's it, probably it, going to have a third. Right. Right. But that's what I mean. Like that's actually. Thank you for bringing that up. That's even more important because it's like, oh, we don't need one. We need two. Yeah. Right. I'm glad there were two. Oh, I well, I consume that. I'll consume like, four if there's two more yeah. that come out afterwards. Yeah. Like, I'll give me a documentary just about the pigs, and I'll watch that. Like, <laughs> I don't care. It's just the world we live in now. You know, kind of, I think, is what you're saying, and, and I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, with the whole Lizzo thing, I mean, I, I've said it. I said it before here. Ahí pasó algo. Ahí pasó algo. I just, I always like to give people sometimes the benefit of the doubt um i mean i'm trying not to be biased because i right. really like her and i've always said you know she has really good energy i mean maybe she really is a witch right maybe she's know? a horrible human being horrible right, human right, right. being um but i think that obviously we before we go ahead and make this serious attack on her um you know i believe in the legal process so we right. need to really see what happened and, and all that and and i think that that's fair for everybody no yeah absolutely you know on both on, on both sides and both ends i mean it's it's a it's, it's about fairness at the yeah, end yeah. of the day yeah so. yeah so uh changing topics a little bit quickly you saw the the writers strike is over Yes. The WGA strike is over. And did you see any of the conditions of... I have not. Of, I, of the contract I at all? I have not at all. So one of the... It was a whole laundry list of things, and I'm not going to get into it. But as, as someone who's, who's a marketer, there was a particular part of it that I found very interesting. And I, I do want to bring it up because I actually posted about it, um, oddly enough, on my LinkedIn, of all things. Um, because there was a part of the contract, and I'm looking it up here. So... It says, another important issue on the table was streaming residuals, which had previously been notoriously difficult to come by for writers. Streaming services now must share statistics about streaming data with the WGA, and for shows and movies that are viewed by 20% of a streaming services subscribers within 90 days, writers will be compensated with significant residual bonuses. I love that part, because as I've said many times here on this show, Streamers love to stand up on the pl- on the pulpit and say, "We've had the best, most of everything ever. No one has ever watched more than what we put out this weekend." Well, okay, what are the numbers? Well, we don't. We're not going to share those with you. Yeah. Okay, but I but you're saying no, but they're big. Trust me, right? But what's the number? Well, it's a, it's a big number, right? But what? It's a big one. Just trust go me. with us. Just just trust me on it. It's a big number. It's bigger than one, right? So. I love that this is that this is a stipulation of the contract. Number one, because it, it's it's only fair for for the writers, and I'm assuming the actors will probably get some type of similar, um, you know, a bargaining chip when it comes down to it. But I want to see that turned into something though for advertising, mm. because right now Netflix has an ad supported service, Hulu's been ad supported, um, you know, Peacock. I think Amazon Prime is about to go ad supported as well. And the beauty of it is that right now, for the most part, they kind of go, well, this is what we're charging. Okay, great, but let me see the numbers. Well, that's proprietary. Mm. Now, the flip side of it is there might be an NDA attached to the to the writer's situation of it, but I, I, wa- I want to see those numbers. I just want to know because you can't stand there and tell me you're super successful, but then you say you have no money, but then when I ask you for the numbers, you don't have it. I'm, I, it I, I know I've sa- I sound like a broken record, but like... I, I feel like you know like when you watch behind the music of Selena and you're like where's the box mm-hmm. you know Yolanda's box like I want I'm the box I'm just agreeing with what you say I really don't know anything that you're talking about I'm just looking at you 
I am. I don't really know what you just said. Yeah. I mean, you got very passionate about what you were talking about. And I'm like, do I really care? I don't want to be that person that's like, I don't care. You know, I don't want to be that person. Actually, you know what I don't want to be? I don't want to be that person in the only in date section that commented about RBD. Oh, yeah. And I had to kindly school. Yes, yes. So that went back, listeners. Yes, that's so true. So RBD was here in Miami this like, past like, week, and they sold out the arena for like two or three nights. Yeah, you know, yeah. huge. RBD is enormous, yeah. especially here with such a big Latin American, um, you know, fan base. Huge here. I mean, I have to tell you, I can't say I was a huge RBD fan. But I know who they are. But I know who they are. I know several of their songs. I have a bunch of their songs in my playlist. Yeah. I was kind of like, I kind of want to go. <laughs> like, I kind of want to go. There's a part of me that sort of wants to go. I mean, I wasn't going to fork out yeah, no. any considerable amount of money for their yeah, tickets. Yeah. But but it's funny because somebody was like, oh, uh, I've never heard of them. And I was born and raised in Miami. And I'm like, I kindly said, well. Yeah. Were you in, born five years ago? Between 2005 and 2010, they were the largest act in probably the world. Um, they Definitely were, Latin America. They were huge in Latin America, in Asia, and Europe. They sold millions and millions of albums. They had one of the longest running soap operas of all time. They were idols, and they toured the world, and they were enormous. So, yeah, that's who they were. But, yeah, if you didn't know them, that's great. That's and, and, again, why did they feel the need to, to comment? It's 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 a question. So you know it's what, a question you know, we ask you know all the time. You know what's a question I actually wanted to mention here, and and I say this with much love because we love only and date, right. and we've had only and date on the show. Yep. And um, I mean, we love what they do. We love the content. Yep. Um, I mean, only and date has become a saying uh, it's here true. in Miami. It's become. I, it's, it, it, it's like it's almost like a Google. Yes, like right? how Google became a verb. Right, right. Only Indeed did, and that's enormous what they've done with it. But Only Indeed, the, the Instagram page has, you know, and and of course, you know, you evolve. You they to. they've had a lot of posts where it's kind of like, okay, what do you guys think about this, right. right? And I have to tell you that the comment section of Only Indeed, if you think that Twitter is a dump <laughs> dumpster fire, the Comment section of only in Dade has become like the cesspool of Miami. Like I read it and I'm like, yeah, I know who's I, like I totally know who's 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 who? who's like who are the type of people that are responding in this, right. and it's just so negative. Yeah, it's, it's just so negative, and it's so unfortunate because only in Dade is a page that like I think it brings people joy that is very um unique to right. us it allows us and, to laugh at ourselves and and i think that the intention even behind the posts that only in day does put out that are more engaging yeah i think the intention is probably some sort of miami humorous banter if i will right if, if i'm if i best i mean but it's become like People are so negative that comment on there. And it's like, dude, relax. First of all, it's the only in-date Instagram. You're supposed to be having a good time. Like, why are you so mad, bro? Like, why are you so mad? And la gente ahí van y te van a arrancar la cabeza. And I'm like, dude, calm down. It's the it's only okay. In, it's okay. It's the only it's in okay. comment section. Have yeah. fun. Laugh. Say yeah. something silly. <laughs> Say una comimenteria. But not like all this like. And then people start getting super political. And I'm like, 
literally they were talking about potholes. Like, I mean, <laughs> how did we get from here to there? So, you know. You should yeah. not turn, you know, the cotton candy at the youth fair into a political debate. Like, yeah, this should not take that turn. You know, and sometimes, like when I see them post only in day the uh-huh. the more engaging, right? Like the, the, posts, the question ones, right, right? I'm like, oh no, here we go. Like I know they probably wanted again some amusing Miami banter, right? But it's gonna turn into. Una chumeri. No, no, una no, chumeri would, would be, be an fun. improvement. No, it's going to turn into una piñacera. Yeah, a chumeri yeah. would be an improvement. No, a, 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 yeah, a, pi- a chumeri is what we actually want. Yeah. Let's let's scale it down to chumeria. Right. right. Let's make and it you a know what? And you know what I even think? It's it's sort of... That's why, I, in a part, I understand what Only in Date is doing. Because I feel that, especially now, that we, we say so much that Miami is in a crossroads as, like, to all the people that have moved down right. here... And, um, you know, in a way is losing its identity. It's becoming too corporate and too New York, whatever. I feel that only in Dade, on top of it, the content being just so funny, it's a, if you know, you know thing. People it, from yeah, it's trying transplants to keep it real. from other, pe- from other parts of the country it. that live here are not going to get yeah, they're trying to keep most it real. of the content from only in Dade. And yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And that's awesome. So that's why I think that a lot of the posts that they put that are more engaging for people to talk about are about things that, only people that have been raised here and know Miami will have an opinion on. And right. it, it's, it should be a forum that people just go and have fun, as I said, and say yeah, check silly your brain. stuff, yeah. say some chumeria, some witty Miami crap. But no, instead it turns into this whole like, whoa, what is that this? That escalated quickly. Yeah, that escalated quickly. So, you know, again, we're talking about potholes and somehow this turned into, com- uh, talk uh, about uh, communism. Well, you know? you know, we have said all roads lead to all communism here. To communism. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't really know what you were talking about in terms of Netflix. You have no clue. <laughs> I've only been like rampaging about this I just, for, for months. I feel that that's one of those things. That's like if right now I wanted to talk about a fee simple absolute with a possibility of reverter. <laughs> I feel that's a very you thing because of your career. But I feel like I could probably put on my law and order hat and figure out what you're saying. No, because a fee simple absolute with a possibility of reverter is in property law. Oh, okay. So unless they've had a, a, a an episode about property yeah. <laughs> disputes. Oh my gosh, you know what's what's so hilarious about oh, it's hilarious. In uh in, in law school, you have to take usually your first semester, definitely your first year, you take property. Um and usually it's divided into property one and property two, you take it another semester. And in the first semester of property, you learn like the fundamentals of property, mm-hmm. like uh, like tracks and and um, how they used to record back in the day, what a, like a title is, what a, a, a deed is, a warranty. So like one hundred and one, yeah, like the very fundamental right. concepts of property law. And um, one of the things that you learn is called RAP, which is a rule against per- per- perpetuities. Okay, and that is no longer used in really? property. Most of the things you learn in law school are no longer used, uh. but this in particular is no longer used there it hasn't been used in like a hundred years or whatever it it just does not get just used. not relevant it's not relevant it doesn't get used it's extinct if you okay. will right and the professors will be the first one to tell you that it's super complicated the rule against perpetuities uh-huh. 
Super complicated. It's that the person who is deeded in perpetuity has to wait 25, 21 years in the lifetime. I don't even know it. Like, it's super complicated. Okay. And the professor is like, you're never going to use this in life. You're never going it, to. It has absolutely Just Like, learning no for use. the test type it, of thing. It's not related to anything, but we're still going to teach it. Okay. And I'm like, but why? So, you know what I did? They were like, oh, you know, it's going to be one question. I'm like, you know what I did? I'm like, that will be the question I got wrong. Yeah, just next. That's it, next. Yeah, (laughs) just call it a day. But it's like a joke among law students. It's like, okay, they're making us learn rap and they're the first one to tell you. It's not even that you're not going to use it. It's just that it doesn't exist anymore. So it's just not relevant. Right. And with todo lo que tú tienes que aprender en law school. Que te que algo has, que no yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you know, whatever. Yeah. So. Oh my god. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Back to school time, saca o verano. And even your mental health challenges seem to be back from summer vacation. Did you pack lunch for the kids? Are you doing everything to help them thrive in school? How do you find balance between work and home life? <laughs> Not to mention, back to school means que the holidays are around the corner. Stop. Take a deep breath and let BetterHelp get you back on the path to being mentally healthy. BetterHelp offers phone, video, text, or live therapist chat sessions. You pick the option that best fits your schedule. After all, it's your mental health, right? Plus, it costs a fraction of in-person therapy sessions, which is a good thing porque those back-to-school supplies are not cheap. And as a special offer for Better Let Me Tell You listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash pero. BetterHelp is already more affordable than in-person therapy, and now you can save on your first month. Look, more than back to school time, it's back to you time. And BetterHelp can help you take the first step on that path. That's betterhelp.com slash pero. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. I have no idea why I just thought about this, but I, I totally had a, a thing happen at the gym that I thought would be great to share on the show. For the show and only in day. <laughs> yeah, probably at only in day too. All right. So, whatever. So, you know, I love going to the gym. I'm at the gym. And you know that I, for some reason, I, I mean, I, have, I don't think I've said this on the show before. I'm trying to change my face because I feel like my face is too approachable to the point where people just come up to me and start talking to me even when i have like headphones on glasses so you have the opposite of resting bitch face right i have happy you, happy you, bitch face i don't know have, no you have active active engaging face active engaging face i have af yeah <laughs> okay so af right so whatever it's just this i mean again and i'm talking like i've got headphones on you know i could have glasses a hat a hoodie like and people mm-hmm. would still just come up to me and mm-hmm. ask me questions so I'm coming out of the locker room, going to the treadmill area, and I'm walking. Again, I have my headphones on. And I'm wearing one of my tank tops, but I'm wearing the one that's like, it's a black square cut. I've probably worn it on the show before. It's a black square cut tank mm-hmm. top, whatever. We know which one. So I'm, you know, I'm walking up. It's great. It frames my shoulders perfectly. So I'm walking, if whatever. If you say so. And they, I do say so. It's called self-confidence. Um, and then this guy who's, okay, he's on the treadmill. And it's one of those situations where I can't tell if he's... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In his 50s or he's a recién llegado late 30s. Okay. You know what I mean? Were, the, were his eyebrows plucked? I don't know because they were very thin. But like, but like, but like hairless thin not like pluck thin okay go ahead okay so whatever so he's out there he, he starts motioning to me like hey oye oye mano and I'm like looking behind me and I'm like oh god es conmigo la cosa fine so I take off my headphones I'm like oh yeah where's like oye donde tu compraste la camiseta esa mind you a basic black tank top so I'm like oh no esto me lo compré en Amazon you know y, y como y como cuanto cuesta ahora I'm like bueno vienen como tres a un paquete you know no sé como uno, mm-hmm. unos diez y pico no sé he's like como diez veinte I'm like bueno yeah más o menos I, I, again I don't know I don't remember these things or whatever and he's like pero dónde compraste I'm like no en Amazon he's like ah okay en Amazon pero eso pero es que yo no sé cómo usar esas cosas en, en, en Amazon and I was like does this man think that I'm about to help him make an Amazon purchase mm, I think he was and then he ended it by saying like you know no pero eso lo venden en el Dolphin también and I was like that's great. I, I, don't, I don't know, but on Amazon, he was like, oh, okay, está bien, whatever. And I just put my headphones back on and I kept on going. But I was like, again, my whole thing was like, okay, were you expecting to ask me where I got it from and then have me literally pull out my phone and be like, here, let me show you step by step how to get to yes. the purchase? Yes. No, I, no. Yes. How do I change I this would, face? I would, how do I, I not no, be, I how do I not be I as engaging? If I would have <laughs> been in that situation, I would have very dramatically taken off my headphones. Like, very like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Oh, like, like, yes. I mean, I, that's something similar. Speaking of headphones, uh, actually, it was this week. I was at 7-Eleven, as I usually go. And the lady who works there, um, I'm there paying. And she tells me, Ay, mijito, mira, me encontré esto, estos audífonos. It was like Air, AirPods. Uh-huh. Ay, no me se me conectan con el teléfono. ¿Cómo esto se conecta? And I'm like, do you want me to pair your Bluetooth? <laughs> I actually did. <laughs> okay, well, you're a better person than I am. Because yeah. I was not going to help this man open an Amazon and, account. And I was like, mira, mira, dame, te- she goes, dame el teléfono. And I'm like, mira, tiene que encender aquí y darle a la B que es Bluetooth. And she's like, ah, pero yo eso lo hice algo así, pero tienes que apretar este botón para que busque lo, los devices. And you know what happened by mistake? Because I had my NFC on. She, I paired my phone you to paired hers, hers by mistake because I by mistake paired my phone right, right, when right, it came right, out right, on her right, screen. Right, yeah. I was like, delete, delete. I was like, forget, forget. Uh, but I was able to pair her earphones. Okay. Yeah, and then she gave me the whole story of how she got the earphones. Well, you're a nicer person. Do you know how I she am. got her earphones? Didn't she just find them on the floor? Yeah, la hija se lo encontró en el aeropuerto. Ah, oh, bueno, okay. Well, there least... weren't air. There weren't AirPods. Like, but who cares? AirPods. They were free. They were. They were a, a knockoff. Brand. They were free, right? But you know, she proceeded to tell me, and I'm like, yeah, it's great. But yeah, I just, I just want to have more of an RBF. I don't know how. To, I don't know what kind of. Yeah, 
Yeah, that Exercise happens. I remember when I was in, no, but like it always happens. Like people dur- will be like, "Como so sayes?" During my like, heavy, <laughs> during my heavy gym days, like I would say a complaint all the time. I'm like, "Do people just do I have a shirt on that says gym spotter?" Because people will be like, "Bro, can you spot me? Bro, can you spot me? Bro, can you spot me?" And I'm like, "Is there a shirt?" Like, does somebody put a post-it on my back that says, I will spot you? Because, like, sometimes I would be, like, when I mean working out, I'd be, like, mid-set. And, like, I wouldn't want to do make eye contact with people. I don't. Because I'm, like, if I make eye contact with them, they're going to ask me to spot them. Yeah, you And can. it wouldn't fail. It would not fail. No. And I'm, like, oh, my God. And then I don't want to be that person. Be, like, no. Right. Because that's the thing. If you're caught in that situation, then you're now you're the asshole. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm just like, I just want to, again, I want to learn how to do RBF better. Okay, well, the union, the strike is over. Does that mean that I can do the RBF better now? No, the strike <laughs> is over, as you said. Netflix has numbers they don't want to share. Oh, well, yippee. Is that what I'll just tell people so they don't talk to me? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I was actually going back to what you were trying to talk about. Oh, no, that, that ship has sailed. We've moved on from, yeah. from that ship. <laughs> you were talking about all this. I'm just looking at you. I'm like, I'm so not interested. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay because you know, you know, you know what? what? You can't I have be interested to tell you. in everything earlier, I have to earlier say. Earlier today, earlier today when I was, uh, you know, obviously preparing for tonight's uh, recording, uh-huh. I wasn't really coming up with many topics. And I was like, shit, I have like topic block. <laughs> like, topic block? Topic that block. A, that a real thing? I, I, I can't come up with that many of them. And, I'm, and I was thinking like, hmm, like maybe we should have an episode where we just talk about our favorite things like Oprah did. <laughs> Oh, my favorite thing is Gail. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, tú me pagaste el catarro. I don't know that's, catarro. Why you, that's why you hear all the sniffling on this episode. Tú sabes que tiene que hacer inhalaciones. With what? Tú no sabes what? <laughs> wait, wait, what? what? Did you just I, ask me con qué se hace inhalaciones? I've never. I, listeners, if you, if our listeners could chime in now, <laughs> they're probably know, yelling at the. You right don't know there. how to make inhalaciones. What is I, okay? No. You got a pot of boiling water. Uh-huh. You put like a teaspoon of Vicks Vipaporu. Oh, like a homemade. Uh, you vaporizer. let that shit melt in there. You stand over the hot pot of boiling water that is like two inches off your face. You put a towel over your head and you breathe that. You know, in. I've never done that. Oh my god, that is everything that I did. And my mom's I like, "Pira," and I'd be, and I'd be like, and she's like, "Pira, más profundo." And I'd be like, <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> and to everybody, she's like, ¿Tú tienes catarro hacer inhalaciones? I've see, never done that. See, when I would, whenever I have a cold till this day, I'm always like, oh no, she's going to take a, and my mom has a pot of water, an old pot that that is the one she uses for the It's the inhalation pot? Yes. <laughs> yeah, the inhalaciones. And I'm like, I'm like, this is so dangerous because this has a handle. One wrong move of the handle, and I'm gonna get boiling water all over me. Or if it boils too much. And I was doing that shit as a kid. Like, look, as a kid, she would stand by me. You know, still a towel over your head. Boiling water doesn't care who's standing next to you. You have a towel over your head. Oh yeah, no. She's like, respira. Nope, never did that. Oh my god, that was like when I was when I was like seven or eight years old. I got like really bad dandruff, like. Bad that I had to go to like the dermatologist back. Oh, okay. And like, because I was like even bleeding. Oh, like, shit. It was that bad. Yeah. Okay, so no sauce and blue. And <laughs> they gave me some medicated shampoo. And my mom would be like, you know, I, not that she would bathe me. And right, like, right, I would right. be in, I would be in the in the bathtub with like underwear. Right. But she'd be like, de la cabeza. 
And I remember, I'll never forget. I want that as a ringtone. That she went to Sally Beauty Supply and she bought this thing for Excuse you me. to like wash your hair mm-hmm. that is like a torture contraption that you couldn't even put your finger in the middle of it. To like really like grab what onto your finger. What kind of marquita sod yes. thing is this? Yes. And like she would like pass it, like comb it through my hair. It looks like a torture device. It's like a plastic oval looking thing that in the middle you could put your finger and it's to like wash your hair, right? Or some people use it to detangle your hair, but it's like okay, queen. okay, okay, okay. And yes, she'd be yes, like, yes. she'd be like, de la cabeza. And I'm like, I still hear that like echoing in my mind. I saw you transport as you said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You have a little PTSD there. <laughs> yes, yes, and. No, and you know, and you know, it's so funny that a few years ago, you know, all those years that my hair was long, right. my mom would be like, "Tú te estás oh. secando el pelo después que te lavas la cabeza, porque yo sé los, las trasturas que tú haces, yo sé, yo sé que tú te lavas la cabeza, te das el pelo húmedo y así tú te, te, como te enfermas, It's true. like así es como te enfermas, tú debes de pasar el blow dry." Por lo menos para secarte el pelo un poquitico. And if there's one thing that I know from first-hand experience, your mother is very good at, it's blow-drying her hair. Yes, my mom will... Yes, it's a it's a thing, listeners. It, I feel that the thing of my mom blow-drying the hair is such an inside thing that even if we explain it, like, right, people yeah. are not going to get it. But yeah, basically, yeah. you know, it goes back to not even our... Like when we used to go out during college, like in high school, you know, yeah. my friends usually would come to my house on Fridays. Uh, and then, you know, obviously during our college years that we went out, everybody would always meet at my house. So, you know, always my friends, it's not that they knew my parents the best, but my house was always a house. It was, it was the, the, the reunion And it point, didn't yeah. matter when you would go on the weekend. Nope. My mom was always blow drying her hair. Nope. She was not getting pneumonia. Nope. So she was always blow drying her hair. And because, you know, she sits there with her round brush to blow dry yep. her hair straight. And, you know, and it's it's a thing. When I think of your mother, the first thing I think of is is blow drying her hair. A blower. Si? A blower. Yeah. That's what I think of when, like, if you tell me, like, Neri Borges, I'm like, she's blow drying her hair. But you know what, though? I got that from her because it doesn't matter even if, like, my hair is, like, one millimeter short. I blow dry my hair. <laughs> really? Did we just mean? No, 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 no. But like, I mean, that I, that short. I like, have three blow dryers. Like, no, 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 no. I get it, but I'm just saying, like, because you've had when I shaved your when I shaved my head, you've that I have head. like two millimeters. That yeah. I'm at a one, right? Out yeah, of yeah. One, I blow dry my hair. <coughs> Excuse me. Like, I get out of the I get out of the shower, or like, for example, if I'm gonna get dressed or whatever, right, right, right. I will blow dry the little hair that I have. That's so funny. Yes. <laughs> And that's why it's funny because there's been so many times that I've been at your house and I'm like, do you have a blow dryer? And you're like, uh. Yeah, why would I have a blow dryer? And I'm like, well, how could you not? Yeah, it's like I have tres pelusas. What am I I blow drying? I don't care if I have two pelusas. I will have a blow dryer. (laughs) Listeners, don't you all have blow dryers? Even the people that are bald. Like, don't you have blow dryers? bald people have a hair dryer? Because you need a blow dryer. Sometimes you want to dry your head mechanically. (laughs) (laughs) Come me. I'm not kidding. You need a blow dryer. Sometimes you want to dry yourself down there. You know, you need a blow dryer. How can you not have a blow dryer? I don't need one. I don't need one. My hair is like dry within like 10 minutes after I get out of the shower. If we could only be so lucky. No, because it means I have hardly any hair. It's okay what you think. Even with the little hair that you have, if you wash your hair and you, you towel dry it, it's you need a blow dryer. I do not need a blow Especially dryer. Especially if you're going to style it. What styling am I doing? I, I even blow dry my hair when it's dry. Okay. To style it. 
Okay, all right. Okay, enough. well, you wake up in the morning, okay, you have no, bedhead. To, to style it. Okay, to style it. Right? So I'm like, I'm just picturing you just being like, my hair is dry. Let me just pass it blow no, it for fun. And, I'm, and you know what? I am that person that like many times when I travel, depending on, on where I'm traveling and how much space I have, even though I'm going to a hotel with a blow dryer, I will take my own blow dryer because my blow dryer, my blow dryer, my blow dryer has two, 2,400 watts. I don't do 1,600 watts. <laughs> For 1,600 watts, by so I wait for my the hair to air dry. I need the 2,400 watts. There's a difference, you know. No, yes. It's the difference between blowing a circuit. Oh, yeah, that didn't end very well. Um, <laughs> no, but there is a difference. And, and I feel that this conversation to you is what the Netflix conversation yeah. was to me. Yeah. You probably think all blow dryers are the same. I mean, they are. It's but a con- they're not. It's a con air. Just go for they're it. They're not. Some of them are as weak as a thousand. I don't know what that means. That is how hot and how intense the air is. But is, the blow that, dryer. is that like a thousand like degrees? Like what Mira, is it? I want the blow dryer to be spitting out lava when I use it. Like I was like, oh, okay. Like so, you know, we have a friend. Yes. That she's all about uh, the blow dryer. This is who I'm, I'm thinking she, of right she's now. She's all about yes. the blow dryer. Yes. That she knows what a good blow dryer is. I'm surprised that she doesn't travel with like the one of the peluquerias. And like, we have I just spent just... five minutes talking about blow dryers. Five, probably more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember when I was a kid, and I used to go to La Unisex with my mom. Yes, my, yes. Because we actually, my whole family went to La Misma Unisex. <laughs> People don't say Unisex anymore. They don't. I'm going to the Unisex, which was pretty much... It was... Uh, 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 it was, uh, it was. It was uh, everybody. Yeah. Yes. It wasn't a barber shop. It wasn't it was like, a peluqueria. A peluqueria. Right? It was, you know, unisex. Yeah. I remember like being a kid, and when they would put that big blow dryer over a women's head. Yes. Like I remember thinking, like there was like little people in there that would like blow <laughs> air, and that's and that's how they got. Yes, it. that's my that was my imagination. But even when I was old enough to know that it was, and I still sort of believed it. But you know what? I want you to believe that. Just like that, the can of the cleaner of the, magic the scrubbing scrub. bubbles. Yeah, yeah, to me, the the scrubs. I'm bubbles still. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm still a little disappointed when they don't come out when you when you yeah. squeeze the thing. You know what? I think one of my favorite. And I don't uh, care. One of my it. favorite. Speaking of advertisement, we, we, we spoke about it at the beginning, which I think is genius. I think that one of my favorite ones of all time is a Mucinex. The fact that they, made a, they made a un gagajo, a character. Yeah. Oh, and they gave him a family. <laughs> and they gave him a family and everything. And I love that in one of these, you know, listeners, you probably know which one it is. It's the Mucinex, yeah. the green, you know, uh, gagajo. Yeah, it's a gagajo. That's <laughs> yeah. what he is. Yeah. The, the green mucus, right? <laughs> I sit here dabbing my nose. He gets blown away by when the person takes Musinex. They've given him like a family. I love that in one of the uh, one of the commercials. He even has like his mother, like or grandmother, in like um in a frame. Oh yeah, yeah. They, yeah. No, no. This like, again. This is a full on like family. There is a story. They've given him a personality. They have. Like, how did that meeting go? So we have a mucus, right? And we're gonna. Make him have a personality. Yes. He's going to wear a top hat and everything. Yes. He's he's a frustrated salesman. Yes. Very Willie Loman. Yes. <laughs> I would have yeah. loved to have been in the room for that one. Yeah. Sort of like I always say, you know, that old, old cartoon from the 60s, Space Ghost. Yes. Which is Space Ghost. And Zo- the evil villain was Zorak, Zorak, which was a play- praying mantis. I always wonder, like, when they were, like, doing the treatments for, like, that pilot episode right they were like okay so we're gonna have a superhero that is in tights but then right traditional the, hero the villain is going to be a praying mantis and it's like an army of them 
Yes. Because in the original, they were a lot. Yes. Yes. For those of you who have not seen Space Ghost, Space Coast, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Yes. I invite you to look it oh. up on YouTube. It is so good. It's a fever dream. Zorak is so good. I invite you all to listen to, to watch it. It's it's so good. Do you remember when I was really into it? Uh, yeah, I do. It was like my wallpaper. I had t-shirts of Zorak. You were be like the biggest Zorak fan yeah. ever. It was a praying mantis. <laughs> And I would not have expected you of all people you to be I such to a fan you, of Zora. I used to call you and be like, I'm so into this. And you. I'd be like, Really? Yeah. You of all people? Yeah. Every now and then I surprise, you surprise me, me with some of, some of the yeah. things I got. Every into. now and again, you do surprise me. Okay, so what your, were you going to bring up things. before I interrupted you? Well, no, I brought it up. It's the tank top thing. Oh, that, that was it? That was Well, that was the story. The story was the tank top thing. And basically how I was, I just need to change so I don't have, you know, I need to learn how to do resting bitch face. Mm, okay. So what are, our, what are our favorite things? Uh, what's the damn, what's the song? Uh, whiskers on kittens and bells on something. I don't know. You know, that's a stupid song. No. I, I didn't know until I was probably 30. All the songs that came out from. Sound of Music? Sound of Music. I didn't grow that, up watching. So I'm that, Cuban. I didn't grow one? up watching Sound of Music either. I didn't. I distinctly remember the episode of Full House that it's like season four. Okay. When they sing Doe, a deer, yeah, a yeah. female deer. I remember I learned the song because they sing it in Full House. Yeah. I had no clue. You that thought was it was from Full Sound House. Music. I figured it was from somewhere, but I didn't know. I didn't. You I didn't, don't even think I knew what the Sound of Music was. You didn't have the frame of reference. Yes. Yes. I remember when I went to Salzburg. I went to Salzburg when I was in college. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh my God, the sound of music. I'm like, sound of music is what? Like, I knew that it was, a I, I, again, I, <laughs> when was I going to watch the sound of music? I don't know, but sometimes there are gaps in your, in your Do you think that my that parents I, in that, Cuba that, were like sitting down watching Julie Andrews, you know, dancing in a, know, in a no, field of grass? No, but I always feel like Julie Andrews is so international. <laughs> In communist Cuba, in no, the 60s, I know, I know, I forget. Know, yeah, I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so much. Not so much. Not no, so no, much. No, no, like no, when no. was I gonna watch it? All I watched growing up was Channel Thirty. We didn't have cable. It was Channel Thirty Three, Channel Thirty Nine, that novela. Oh yeah, no, because they used to play Sound of Music on ABC like every Christmas or something like that. I think. Like the I, holiday season. I didn't know. Do you know when I found out? Because I didn't really see Sound of Music because it just it's a musical and I didn't care about well, it. There's that, yeah. I didn't know that Sound of Music had to do with the Nazis until a few years ago. They did the Carrie Underwood one on NBC that I was like, why is there Nazis here? I didn't know anything about it. It takes place in World War II. I didn't know anything about it. It was not on my radar. It was not. But that's okay. But that's just such a pop cultural thing. I know. And I am. And I know. I. Can my hold my hold my own with pop culture? But that's why it surprises but, me. But but first of all, it was a musical, so I just by na- very nature I don't have an interest in musicals. Second of all, it was an old movie, which that I mean you're that's, talking to the guy another, who yeah, loves yeah. Doctor Chivago. Yeah, that's another here and there for you. I, right. Nobody around me was into it. It's not like you're into the Sound of Music. No, it's actually one of my least favorite. Nobody musicals. around me is into it. So you know, when did I sit down and watch the Sound of Music? No, but I mean for me, it's more about because of who you are. I feel like Sound of Music, because it's such a pop culture touchstone, 
you would have made it a point to watch it just because you would have been like, okay, this is part of pop culture. This is like one of those movies that everybody talks about. Let me just watch it and get it over Look, with. I learned a lot. I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying this to be provocative or to be, you know, um, to be insulting. When I was like in my early 20s, like, I mean, like 19 through 22, 23, I made, I, because of work, I, I became very good friends with, very, very good friends with, a bunch of like white people. Um, no, Americano. Eran Americano. Eran Americano. Eran, the way you said it. Eran gringo. Like yeah, as yeah. American as it gets. And I and I became very good friends with them. And we even hung out. We went to California together. So I actually learned a lot from them in terms of like more traditional. Those blind spots. Pop culture. Like este, I remember that she was really into Gordon, Lawrence Wells. That he had like a seventies Lawrence Welk. Lawrence Welk. Yeah, like the one that they make fun of on SNL with, with Kristen Wiig. With the I, yeah, how the hell was I gonna know about that? Watching you know Simplemente Maria and like <laughs> you know Rosa Sabaje growing up and Marimar. Like, do you think that my parents knew what that was? <laughs> That's true. And, and, and it, I didn't know what Lawrence Welk was, was until it SNL. It was them that one time we were hanging out at one of my friends' house that she put on Willy Wonka, and I was like nineteen twenty, and I loved it. Wow, really? That that yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. And 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 I'm like, oh, so I got exposed to like a lot of like, I guess white things that you know I didn't get those white things. I those white things I didn't get exposed to before. Like, but think about it. When would I have been exposed? No, I know. It's just sometimes I okay. So this is when like the differences kind of pop up that I forget about, which is like because my parents grew up in this country. Essentially, I mean, they came here very young. There's certain things that they just kind of grew up with, Mm -hmm. you know, and then obviously I was exposed to that you wouldn't have been. I wasn't. But then again, like I said, but because you are somebody who I know likes to be informed and and seeks things out. That's why when these things come up. But also remember, these were the days before Google. So there were no rabbit holes to go down. I mean, my rabbit hole was the World Book Encyclopedia. And that'll limit. Yeah. yeah. So how was I going to learn about the Lawrence Welk show? Like... (laughs) No, Lawrence Welk is very white. Like that, honestly, I didn't know what Lawrence Welk was until the SNL parodies yeah. came out. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that was such a formal show. Yeah, yeah. And and I watched a lot of stuff with them, and I found you know I was exposed to a lot of like things that I was like, pero que esto? Like, <laughs> some of it I would roll my eyes and I'm like, oh, whatever. And well, then others I'd be like, oh, wow, I, I, I had never seen this right, right. before. You know, and it's like, oh, what, what, is, what is this little... Well, mira vaya. Look at that, listeners. 30 years of friendship like, and I'm I still learning new things about it. the first time I ever saw that awful movie, Um, what is it called? A Love Story? With Allie McGraw. Yeah. And, love and means Ryan never O'Neal. saying I'm sorry. Uh, love, I think it's Love Story, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where she dies at the end? Yes. Yeah. That is such a white movie. I've never seen that movie. Right. I had never seen, I had never even heard about that movie. And I remember all these no, girls. I had heard about it. All these no. girls were like crying, oh my God, this is like my parents' like first date was to this Yeah, movie. it's supposed to be very. Uh, and I'm like, ¿Qué es esto? Like, <laughs> I've never seen that movie. But you knew about it. I knew about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, ¿Pero qué es esto? <laughs> Actually, you know why I know about it? Mm. Because of Capacity USA. What? Where's the reference? 
Okay. When when Adela's uh, friend Caridad dies, uh-huh. that so Adela then asks Antonio, like, si yo me muero, tú te vas a casar otra vez. And then Juana asks Pepe, and he says, what do you want me to say? That it will be another love story? Oh, okay. And at that time, that wasn't that old. <laughs> right. We, we were talking before we started recording. I'm really enjoying playing, um, playing, uh, <laughs> being part of Que Pasa USA Roulette. I love it. So it's, as we said, we said so a couple fun. of weeks here on the show, um, Sling TV, which is an app all of most people could probably download. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, it's, it's, you look for the free option when you download it initially. It's like in the corner somewhere. You got to click on it. And... Um, they have the all the episodes of Gabasa you say and they're constantly streaming. I mean, it's not like you it's a can't, 24 hour channel. You can't go and pick the episode. It's just streaming all the episodes. So when you put it on, you don't know what you're gonna get. So it's like Gabasa you say roulette. Today, earlier today, I was telling you, I uh came across the travel agency when they, <laughs> yes, they uh, want to go to your Uriop. Uriop. <laughs> castles, castles, castles. That's how me and Jose refer to Europe. España Española. And there's so many things like even in Que Pasa USA, there's so many things now that I get that I didn't get when I was a kid. Like yeah. that episode at the end when they drove the travel agent like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Iggy goes to the travel agent like, oh, you know, if I want to go snorkeling, where would you recommend? He goes, Loch Ness. Yeah. I didn't know what that was when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, I, I knew about the Loch Ness monster. I was like, I, I don't even know what it, I thought he was saying. <laughs> He, he was just referencing something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, in that episode, when uh, Manta comes in dressed like a... Like Madame Butterfly. Yes. <laughs> and she comes dressed as a geisha. The part when Antonio's like, Oye, Marta, tú has ido a una corrida de toro en España. Adela goes, Ella con tan, eh, tan bien que se conocen los cuernos. <laughs> and she's like, I'll be insulted. <laughs> She's great. I know that she's worrying that while she's like maybe seven months pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> that episode actually is real. That one is up there. That's one of the top ones. That, that one is up there. That when they want to go to, a, to Spain. Uh, it's that, <laughs> do, that, you, that. do you know what I did? Do you, do you, you know how it's $30 a month? Uh huh. They were, oh, it's $30 a month right, right, times six, times 180. Six, yeah. And I go, that's not that much money, $180 a month. I looked it up how much it would be with I, inflation. I was going to say, it's like $750. I'm like, okay. That's, for, for, a, for a couple months, for, yeah. For yeah. several years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. That, 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 that's, that's, yeah, that's different. That's a lot to go to Yuri up. To go to Yuri up, yes. <laughs> and I think they were only going for like a week. No, for 15 days. <laughs> oh, right, that, right, that. That's why at the end when they go, King Sedia en San Agustin. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Que Pasa USA is a gift that keeps on giving. It is. It's absolutely just... I wonder if there's anybody who listens to us that has not watched Que Pasa USA. Well, I feel like maybe they started off that way and after hearing us go on and on about it, and now yeah. that it's free on Sling, yeah. they've probably looked it up. Yeah. I think Sling should pay us at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's shows that just... Old shows from the past that just nobody watches anymore. Who watches Simon and Simon? You know, I was thinking not about Simon and Simon the other day, but I was thinking about that. Who the other watches day. Hunter? Actually, I've been watching Hunter because it's on Sling TV for free. Okay, and it, there's a Hunter channel. Who watches Dharma and Greg? <laughs> that's a good one. And that's actually what I was like. The other day, I was like, I was like, you know, there's so many shows, especially nowadays, because mira, ante when we had four channels, uh-huh. whatever was running in syndication, you know what? We were all gonna watch Dharma mm-hmm. and Greg. But not anymore. Who watches Dharma and Greg? Like that's like you know what show did not? I don't think has done like nobody wa- talks about watching or binging, and it was such a big hit when it was on in the nineties. Was it? Uh, what is it called? Uh, Mad about you? 
It's not on streaming. But even before right, streaming but, but was saying, a thing, even before streaming was a thing, I don't recall ever seeing that show on syndication. It was, it was, but it wasn't like that popular. No, 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 no. But it was in syndication. that it lived yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Friends, everybody loves Raymond, right. Frasier. Mira, you another know. one that I thought about the other day was Glee. Glee was such a huge hit. Nobody talks about it. Nobody like it, it's just so interesting. But I feel like Glee is still too new. Glee's about ten years old. Yeah, but I still feel like. Maybe the, a newer generation will catch up, but yeah. But I don't know if that. But that's the thing. I don't know if newer generations are going to discover things the way that we used Who to. Who watched Dharma and Greg anyway? Somebody was watching. It was on the air for like four or five years. <laughs> or Grace, I, Grace under fire. I watched Grace under fire. You watched Grace under fire. I don't know what it. Maybe to me, Grace under I fire. Like Brett Butler was a poor man's Roseanne, and that's saying something because Roseanne was already poor. Yeah, <laughs> I like Brett Butler. Nothing against Brett Butler, but you know, <laughs> I mean, if listeners and if if any of you, if most of you don't remember those shows, that's okay. You just proved my point. That's okay. And these were shows that ran for years. That's the thing. It's not like a one season wonder. These are shows that ran for like a minimum what four years or so. Yeah. And again, at the time, it's not even shows that ran for four years and nobody they were under the radar. No, yeah. no, it was for like four years and people. It was a hit. Yeah, they were hit shows. Disappeared, evaporated. Yeah. Se evaporaron. Yeah. I was actually, it's funny. I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, there's so many shows that nobody cares about anymore. Yeah. They just... Like away. which ones? No, I was just thinking, you know, even things like, for instance, Growing Pains. Growing Pains isn't anywhere. No, but Growing Pains was for a while. I agree. It, 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 it isn't. But, like Full House is. Right. But, but Growing Pains was on syndication for a very long time. Right. But it just seems to have, like, from one day to the next, it's like everybody just decided, we're good. Yeah. You know, because even who's the boss shows up on like the Roku channel. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find they'll do it by seasons, though. They don't give you the whole thing at a time, mm-hmm. but it's there. Oye, mi gente, as caribeños know we need to stay refreshed cuando hay tremendo calor. <laughs> bueno, Cowie Lemon Lime Soda's got you. Since 1948, this crisp and refreshing soda has been helping us beat the heat. Cowie Lemon Lime is like uh, the taste of sunshine sparkling off the clear blue waters of Cuba. Okay, bueno, for Miami. <laughs> y con zero aftertaste, the tart, sweet, bubbly Cowie Lemon Lime is perfect for quenching your thirst. Así que, what are you waiting for? Find the authentically Cuban taste of Cowie Lemon Lime Soda in stores now. So, all this talking has made me thirsty. And if you're thirsty, we're going to have a Cowie. Yes, we are. It's going to be the last Cowie Lemon Lime of the desert. Yes, Crisp and refreshing. Yes. I mean, again, like you said, people say crisp and you're like, what does that mean? And yeah, here we and, are. And, and, you know, and for those of you who know Kawi, you'll know what we're talking about. For, the, for those of you who don't, um, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a soda with a long history. Like yeah. uh, this week we were doing a, a promotion with uh, Pimpampoyo with mm-hmm. Kawi and so many people came up to us and they're like, oh my God, we're so happy that it's back. Yeah. Uh, we loved this as a kid. My parents loved this. Like I remember when, when I told my father that we were working with like Mateba and Jupina and you know, the Kawi bottom, yeah. he was like, can you ask them when they're going to bring Kawi back? Because yeah. you know, it, 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 it really flavor. is, it really is, um, 
a drink that has a tradition and a heritage yeah. to it. So Absolutely. our last Cowie of the Desert. Well, my last Cowie of the Desert goes to Fisher Price. Oh, okay. One of our favorite toys. So Fisher yeah. Price is Little People. Oh, I love you know, the Little, little People. people. What, what, what Little People did you have? I had the barn. I had the airplane. The of airport. course, you had the airport. Yeah. I had the barn. <laughs> Um, do you remember that the barn door, when it would open and close, it would make a noise? Yep. Yeah. I had the barn. Well, anyway, the Fisher-Price little people, they're coming out with like a collection yep. of El Chavo del Ocho. Oh. And um, I would, I would love, awesome. I, I don't know if I saw if they have a Chapulín Colorado. Not yet, probably. But I would love if they do. But just the Chavo del Ocho is, El Chavo del Ocho is one of those other shows that, Again, that show is what forty Oof. plus years old, see, yeah, yeah. and I still watch that, and I crack up like an idiot. I yes. crack up, yeah. And I mean, that's you know because that's a Mexican production, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that goes to show when something is funny, it doesn't matter what nationality you are or what your sense of humor is. Funny is funny, and it's Chapulín Colorado. It's just I'm sorry, Chavo del Ocho, it's a pirito. It's, it's so, pirito, yeah, yeah. it's just so funny. Who's your favorite? Actually, my favorite was a Chavo. Really? Yeah. I liked. I mean, I liked the Chilindrina, well, who of doesn't? course. Yeah. And I loved the two one, the two guys. La gente dicen que tú y yo estamos loco. Que daba la chiripoca. La chiripoca. I love the music from yeah. from all of it, from a chavo, from a, a chapulín. Man, they all started with the ch. Yeah. I always, when I was living in the Midwest, I always, I never did it, but I always said. I would love to be dressed like a Chapulín Colorado, uh-huh. right? Full gear in red with a <laughs> right, little uh, antenna, yeah. the antennas that I will walk in because when I, when I was in, in my Michigan years, I went to like a lot of Halloween. I went to Halloween parties. Yes, you did. Right? You did. I will walk into that Halloween party. And I'll probably be cricket. Nobody will have <laughs> any idea what I'm dressed up as. Uh, one of my cousins was a, uh, here a, Chapo- in Miami, a Chapulín. Here in Miami, I'll be the bell doll. Oh, they would make you a rey la cayocho. There be like, why are you in red tights? I think you have to explain that you're the red cricket. Yeah, that gets small. <laughs> yeah, but does you know? It's now they've taken the fun out of it. Yeah. So, but so my last scowy goes to Fisher Price for you know that that that's a big deal. You know the Absolutely. the little people is like a very very iconic toy and yeah. to um, recognize. Uh, such an iconic. That is a properly used. Took the words of the on word, my mouth. Iconic. Such an iconic character. Such an uh, iconic um, show. Um, you know, Hispanic Heritage yeah, Month. There we go. Um, it is very uh, in touch with you know with this month, and it, I, it's the proper way. I think it's a, it's a very smart and proper way of of um, paying homage. Of you know. Paying homage and you know the legacy of that. Yeah. So you yeah, know, last cowie for them. Absolutely. So my last cowie is going to CVS. Oh. Now, why is it going to CVS? It's not because they've shortened their receipts. They have. They have not. Um. Now, you know, every year when Thanksgiving rolls around, you and I will always post something on Instagram that's like Happy Thanksgiving. Well, at CVS, and I'm actually going to show you the pictures I took, there is an entire line now of Happy Sangiving products. Is this CVS Imas? No, it was a regular CVS. Oh. Happy Sangiving mugs, Happy Sangiving turkey holding a little sign, and a little Happy Sangiving table thing. And again, you know, being Hispanic Heritage Month and all that, I think it's so like, oh my God. Somebody got it. 
somebody got it. Somebody in that room making those decisions was, was one of Latin. us. Yes. Was one of us, right? Yes. And I would be very interested, Pero Primos, those of you who are outside of South Florida, if this is also happening at CVSs in like LA, New York, and Chicago, like Texas, Texas, you know, to, if, if it's also to happening. To our listeners and yes, our faithful listeners in San Antonio. You have homework. Um, but I just love it. I love the fact that, again, it's something that we've been saying forever amongst just ourselves. And now it's been recognized. And I know it sounds cheesy as hell, but there's some there, there's some little like spark in me that sees yeah, that. Yeah, because and says, the whole Thanksgiving thing is sort part of, of the like conversation. A, a, an inside joke among us. Like, oh, happy right. Thanksgiving. Um, and to be, that's why I asked, was it an Imas? No. Um, but to actually have properly made things with that. Yeah. It's like somebody got it. Yeah, it's and, a weird form of recognition. Yeah. But I but I appreciate yeah, somebody it. Somebody was in that room, you know, again, making decisions that... Uh, it's one of us. Yes, so that yeah, is very absolutely. good. So, very so good. I love it. I'll post pictures of it uh, on the yeah, Instagram so uh, anyway. listeners. Well, everybody, that was episode 270. We hope yeah. you listen, laugh, and learn. As always, remember to grab your pastelito, your croquetica, and your kawi. Yep. And thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great weekend. See you next week. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.